What's going on? It is a podcast play on at podcast play on the play on podcast, a football podcast for the fans by the fans. I'm back from holiday myself, Ben Ash. Yeah, what's up, man? I'm back again. Yeah, how you doing, man? I got to just say thank you for continuing the the podcast uh, shows with Cal in the background. It's a, it's a big um, shadow to fill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just to let you know, today we, we are, as always, recording at Riverside Coffee Lounge, 21 Minter Road, IG11 OFQ. So if you're embarking, Barkside, Dagenham Market, East London, come say hello. We've got a special guest. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, sir? How you doing? Hello. How's it going, guys? Um, my name's Rich. How you doing, Rich, man? And you are... Uh, who do you say? Oh, you know Ash first of all, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how so do you know Ash? Ash? Yeah, so um, you're not just a random we picked. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you, I can't, I can't, saying, you I know. can't big man, come, come, come for a second. Come <laughs> in, man. If you are, uh, if you are a football fan, you want to hit us up. You know, it's at pod, uh, at podcast play on. But yeah, how do you know Ash? This so I actually know Ash through an organisation I work through for called the Amos Bursary. Okay. Uh, so we work with African being young youth, and it's just about creating next generation of leaders effectively yeah. wow um, um, and is there any information people could check that out online or yeah indeed uh, so it's www.amosbursary.org.uk that's A-M-O-S bursary.org.uk yeah um, all the information you need will be on there um, always looking for people to support looking for young people to join the programme and just spread it around communities. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing opportunity for young people from the age of 16 all the way through to university and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's great. Oh, wicked. Wonderful. Yeah, cool. I'm good. I'm glad we got out of the way. And <laughs> um, we'll be talking about that later. Um, and your team, I think, did we say? So, my team. <laughs> <laughs> say um, it, man. So I, I've You're been safe, a, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a, a loyal Man United fan for many, many years. Um, but, you know... We, we've been going through some tough times. <laughs> um, I've mentally had to take a, a bit of a step back from football. The emotional turmoil over the last few years, if I'm being honest, has been too much. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, taking it back to sort of the Fergie days. I said the last two, two, three seasons, Fergie was in charge. I could see that sort of dip from that elite status within the world. You know, the last couple of seasons, yeah, we may have won a thing or two here, but we weren't the United of old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the change of manager, Moyes never really wanted him. He came in, did a terrible job. He was out. Cool. And then the Van Gaal, the Mourinho. You know, Van Gaal, I think he had something about him. Maybe the level of arrogance was just too much for an established club like us. And, you know, Mourinho, yeah, won a bit. It was nice to have him there for the time he was there. But seeing him implode and then just watching my club just kind of you know, the media's brutal. And even when we were, we were on our heyday and we would win, you know, back-to-back Premier League titles, people were still ripping us apart. Mm. Just because it was, you know, it was the club to hate. Yeah, yeah, Because we yeah. were so great. Even Rams. Um, so I think at the moment now, it's just heart wrench after heart wrench. You, you feeling a bit delicate? I'm wounded, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I can wounded. hear it in your voice. Um, so just kind of jumping onto the, your last result, which was... A 2-0 loss against Arsenal. Can you kind of talk us through the game? Do you know what? Firstly, I'm going to say I have to, I have to give it to Arteta. Um, what I'm seeing out of that Arsenal squad, it, it reminds me of some of the, the, the fluid play that I used to see. You know, back when you had the Arsenal-Man United rivalries. Mm-hmm. And it was strangely nice to see. Uh, of course, it's my team losing. But it, it was weird almost in a sense. I was thinking, is, is this really Arsenal? Mm. Um, I know we didn't play great. I just had to give props to Arsenal for that because you know if he can continue that, Arsenal are going to be a top four and above fighting team. Fingers crossed. You um, didn't get an opportunity to play. I think. Mm. See, what? How did you feel the way the press and the way they were defending Arsenal, defending nullified 
you know, James Rashford Marshall was, I think he left his gloves in the changing room. He wasn't, uh, you know. So, I mean, first half, we, we, we just weren't in the game. Um, and then as Arsenal started, it looked like they'd started to tire out a bit, personally. Um, as they started to tire out, I could start to see, you know, we were moving around the pitch a bit mm. more. Um, but I think a problem for United, I think the last couple of seasons, in the final third, we've always had an issue of just having that quality to get those goals, you know, the, the scrappy one chance that mm. gets knocked in. Um, you were missing Paul Pogba? I've, I've always sat on the fence about Paul Pogba, just in the sense of, I know he could be, he could be such an absolute blind of a player, but how consistently does he ever do it? Um, so yeah, um, yeah, we are missing that quality in the midfield. Yeah. We are. Just, just thoughts on before we move on to the the games in the week. Just thoughts on uh, Solskjaer saying, you know, Pogba's people have said he's got to go and get surgery. He can't play, uh, and they don't know where he is. They don't know what he's doing. Mm. Um, so just thoughts on that on on Pogba, and also the sort of media hate towards Pogba. I know he tweeted uh, or he put on his Instagram some some pictures, uh, and they're always on to him. So, I mean, do do you think he's healthy for the club? Personally, I think Pogba has the attitude of sometimes of him being bigger than the club. And a club like United, nobody's ever bigger than United. Yeah. Um, and you know, when he left us many years ago, it seemed to be very much an ego thing. I can understand he's young, he wants game time. Um, but I remember that season, we, I think we won the Premier League that season. Mm. Are you going to put a, you know, overexcited young kid that wastes balls in f- positions you don't need to be mm. and, and lose a title or an experienced manager holds it down and wins that cup. Mm. He's going to win the cup, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think this is just a repeat of itself. He's gone to Juventus, had a great um, spell there. He's come back. Yes, he's talented. Um, but I don't know. I've just had the picture that the people behind Pogba aren't necessarily the best for him in terms of working collaboratively with his career. Is, is, do you think Oli's a big enough kind of character to be able to actually manage him? I think so. Okay. In, in, in the eyes of the media, maybe not, because he just seems soft and more humble and reserved. Mm-hmm. But I think in the dress room, okay. I think he holds it Interesting, down. interesting. Yeah. Um, right, we'll go into the uh, game. So a busy uh, Boxing Day and uh, New Year's Day period. Um, a lot of games. We kick-start, well, we kick-started with the Arsenal-Liverpool game. Uh, one of the most interesting ones maybe we could talk on was Chelsea inconsistency, Ash? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a weird one. So they kind of... N- snuck a result at the Emirates. I don't think they deserve to, to win that Agreed. game. Um, Agreed. I think after 70 minutes, we kind of tired. We had the mistake from Leno um, and that kind of galvanised them to go and get the, the, the two goals really, really quickly. And then they went one up against Brighton and they just didn't see the game out. Um, wicked goal from, I can't even pronounce the guy's name, um, a reverse overhead kick. Yeah, he tried to do it again <laughs> on, the, uh, yeah. on the FA Cup weekend. But yeah, it was a really good goal. And actually, Brighton, They've had some really good results against the bigger side. So Brighton are playing really good football. They beat Tottenham. Um, they came to the Emirates. They beat us. They was able to get points against um, against Chelsea as well. Mm. Um, I think well, we said this earlier on. They're an inconsistent side. We're going to see that from Chelsea a lot this season with the youth and what they're trying to kind of do. But yeah, I think I think it's not a bad point if you think about some of the other results that Brighton have actually got against the, the, the top six sides. Yes, yeah, interesting. Um, Burnley, Aston Villa, um, Jack Grealish showing, Your you know, guy. it's my guy. Top lad. <laughs> Top lad, showing that he's uh, matured. <laughs> I like yeah. him because 
I love a number 10 and he's, you know, he's wearing, playing with a socks down type of swagger. Exactly, exactly. He carries the ball and he come up with a goal and assist. Um, what's your views on Villa and, and Grealish possibly being contention for England's number 10, maybe ahead of Madison? <laughs> oh, that is a very bold claim there, sir. Um, <laughs> do you know what, for me, I, I always love players like him. You come from these, you know, tier two, not, not the top teams, but they play mm. as if they were playing for, I don't know, Brazil back in the heyday. Mm. You know, they, they've got that swagger, they've got that hunger and flair about them. Um, so people like Grealish, you know, you know, even seeing some of the performances from teams like Wolves and just how they operate across the field, mm. you sit there and think, "Wow!" Yeah, like, good players. You know, this is what we expect from the the Man Cities and Cole of the world, and we're seeing it from the Aston Villas. We're seeing it from some of these lower teams. Mm -hmm. um, I'd I'd be happy to see him in England shirt because mm. I think somebody that plays that well deserves it, and we need to kind of change the system of the big clubs get their players in national teams. Yeah, but those that deserve it, yeah, to wear the shirt. I think he deserves it. He's got his head straight. No more partying. I and think so. And I think just what happened in that game for Villa, which we'll touch on in a second, they had two players go off with really serious injuries. Um, Wesley, the striker, mm. done his knee, as well as the um, goalkeeper, Tom Heaton. So for him to be able to keep that team together and to get a win away to Burnley, Agreed. not many teams go to Burnley away and get good results. Like, we, we, we struggled there as, as mm. Arsenal. I know United kind of were, were able to kind of win there, but normally that's a really hard place to go. But they're mm. not comfortable wins, even that being said. Mm. Um, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, another team continuing to go on. We just spoke about sort of Grealish, Madison, but Leicester winning 3-0 away from home, resting loads of players. What um, a goal from Madison. Madison, my guy. Got him <laughs> yeah. in my fantasy team as much yeah, as Sword and Shield. But also Hamza Chowdhury, you know, Cow I mentioned, in the Cow's in the background, but Hamza Chowdhury, I mentioned him years ago on our podcast and the guy with the afro... This, the guy that broke Mo Salah <laughs> as well, like mm. putting a dirty tackle Mo Salah <laughs> yeah. last year. And um, he's a Leicester boy. Amazing goal. Leicester just, just continuing to turn up, turn it up and possibly finish in second. I was, I was going to say um, to you guys, do you, do you think Leicester are here to stay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they were obviously here to stay where they won the league and they were, they were solid. They've got Brendan Rodgers. I think they're one or two maybe transfers away from being a consistent top four and trying to push for, uh, say, the domestic double, as it were, mm -hmm. league and cup. Um because, you know, they could lose Vardy or they could use Tillemans or even Evans at the back and it could all go yeah. all go a bit pear-shaped. But I think, I think they're here. The way they're playing, the way they're pressing, running off the ball is phenomenal. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's really crucial that they keep the core of that team together. So your Madison, Tillemans and Ndidi, mm. that midfield three, if they can keep that three together, then they can work everything else around that as well. Um, yeah, no, no, it's, just, it's good to see it. We're flying through this. Uh, everyone's... Uh, favourite manager Mourinho not doing the business um, Southampton Ings again Danny Ings he's the man man doing it on things on, on to this everyone's <laughs> fantasy football player of the, of the year so far but thoughts on Mourinho Ash what do you what do you make of him getting booked do you think that like you know what he does he, yeah, he, he does these little things that kind of take the focus away from what he should kind of be doing um, I think They've been underperforming in the last couple of weeks. We spoke about them, him coming in, having that um, initial um, impact. But the last two or three fixtures, they've been really disappointing. Like draws, um, losing at home, losing away to Southampton. Harry Kane's injured now as well, and he's likely to be out till March. So it's going to be really interesting to see what he does with that team. I know Son can play as like an auxiliary um, forward. Maybe they'll bring him in. Lucas Moura will get more times. Lamella came mm -hmm. back on as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he needs to pull something out of the bag. Otherwise, it would just be another 
um, negative experience for, for, no, for Mourinho. Agreed. Which is really, really important. But yeah, on to your favourite weekend of the of the, of the year. Yeah, I would. Uh, mm. Yeah, we, yeah, we just talk on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know just quickly cool. games. What Watford and City winning at home. Nothing sort of um, surprising there. Norwich mm. unable to hold on to a lead, uh, conceding a late equaliser with Palace. Zaha doing his thing now, finally showing why he should be worth the money and not complaining. And Liverpool going a whole season undefeated. Uh, whole season. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. The United fan lost it. Sorry, going a whole... <laughs> Arsenal fans lost it. <laughs> yeah, them. true. Going a whole 12 months without losing a game. Mm. Do you think Liverpool could be the new Invincibles 2.0? I'm going to pass it over to the uh, Man United That was a really disrespectful question. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, uh, you kind of have to give it to Liverpool. Um, the way they're playing. Mm. Um, I think they've got depth within their team. You know, they look like a side that can be in three competitions and juggle it well, mm. you know, like a true champion. You know, in my eyes, just winning Premier League isn't being a true champion. It's having, you know, your manager that can manage your squad holistically. Your players have got the fitness to kind of go 40, 50 games. Um, you know, I have to give it to them. But on the flip side, we've all bottled it. We've, we've all bottled it. Um, you know, look, second place. That gap is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and there's no way I can wholeheartedly give... I mean, Liverpool deserve the props, but I can't wholeheartedly give them the props because nobody's co- given them any actual competition. They're spoken like a true Man United fan. <laughs> yeah. That was you're so at, sour. You're looking, at, you're looking at, as we enter 2020 into 2030, you're looking at the best team in the next 10 years, I could say. I'm putting it out there. Ooh, that's a big I'm thinking, shout. man. You're going to make me leave right shout. now. Uh, <laughs> and this, is coming from a, this is coming from a Guna, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it moving. Yeah, uh, yeah Ash said it was my favourite time of the year. Um, FA Cup, third week. Mm. Uh, third week, third round. Yeah. What a time. Just time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> Drizzy. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything about the FA Cup is just, you know, just shown in this in this period over this weekend where giant killing can happen. Yep, yep, um, yep, lower yep. league teams yep. get a chance to play at an Old Trafford, at an Anfield, at, at an Emirates. Um, young players are given their chance. A lot of 15 and 16 year old players were on yeah. show, which made me feel really old. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I just felt hella old. You we, know? We're just old anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time never reverses. Seeing, these, seeing, you know, like a 17 year old being subbed, a 21 year old being subbed off and a 16 year old coming on. It's crazy. It's just it? mad. And it's just, it's just a time to dream and, and be alive, like I said. So mm. it's, it's really great for the fans. Yeah, and it's it's a great competition. You know, it's it's the oldest cup competition in the world. It's it's famous around the world. Mm. Arsenal having a great history with the FA Cup means a lot to us, yeah. obviously. And Man United have done reasonably mm. well um, in past history. Yeah, just I don't know what you guys are f- thinking of the FA Cup results over the weekend, Ash. So for me, the the big result was probably Watford bottling a free goal lead um, against Tranmere. I didn't see it coming. And when they went 3-0 up, I thought this could be fives and sixes. You know when on the scorecard, they have to write the, the numbers in? So like when it gets to seven, they have to actually type the letters. I thought <laughs> we was going to get to that, but then they kind of brought it back. Um, and that means obviously a replay. Um, Rochdale, Newcastle. That was an interesting story. That 40-year-old guy scored yeah. the equaliser. And now someone like Rochdale, they're going to then go to like St. James's Park in a week and a half's time. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a really good experience for them and their, and, and their players. That so. Newcastle game should have been a cricket score yeah. in the first half. Uh, Atsu. The number of chances. And Yedlin yeah. on either wing. Absolutely yeah. terrorising fullback. Um, who's the other striker? Uh, Almiron scored. 
Finally. Yeah. Well, he's, well, he's, no, he scored, he scored a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he's got a, but goal. Like, he scored a second goal. But who's the, other, who's the other striker they've got? The Brazilian Joe, guy? Joe Linton. Joe Linton. <laughs> he needs to be in the championship. <laughs> he has so many chances. Um, I made a note about the Watford game. I was really happy that uh, Chalaba scored. Yes. Someone who's done so well for the England teams, you know, uh, under 21s, mm. under 19s, like England's most cap player. Mm before the seniors, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, normally, like, uh, got a lot of caps for the younger teams, but never really pushed on through injury and just, just luck. So I'm glad he scored and got back on the ball. Um, and, yeah, Rochdale, the Wilbraham, 40-year-olds. So there's hope for us old, old, old guys. The <laughs> I, bought, I, I, I bought new boots for Christmas as well. So. What did you get, the Predators? No, nah, I got the, um, the ones that the brain plays in. Ooh, all right, yeah, all right. come on, skin skin version as well. Skin version. Um, so will you play it? So what are you saying? We're gonna lace up our boots and play at some point. If we have to. Any other podcast wants? <laughs> hey, if podcast you want this smoke, they're all <laughs> you got this, you on got offer. Team? Yeah. Um, any games you call? Uh, the Man United to Wolves honest, game. Um, you know the Man United Wolves game. I watched half-heartedly, and the reason is because I, I could kind of just expect one. I don't think it's an easy win, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I wasn't exactly excited about the Man United performance that was going to come out of that. And I think the scoreline kind of sums it up. Um, the replay, you know, w- we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But Do you think he had one eye on the league game on the week next weekend and also the Carabao Cup semi-final? Because that's obviously... I, th- I think possibly. I think possibly. Um, because, you know, aside from what all the pundits saying, you know, fourth is out of, um, out of reach for us, you know, the points mm. are, are, are minor. To be mm. fair, it's, it's a game or two lost, and we're back right in there. In yeah, you still got Europa, of course. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so all of this, I, th- I think it, it's a lot for Oli to take on at the moment, because um, you know we keep getting there and then just losing it. Yeah, yeah. almost there, almost there. Um, what else was going on? Oh, the goal of the weekend. The Baptiste goal, you all saw it with doing the rollovers oh. and the tricks. Oh, that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was it was wicked. What was your goal of the weekend? I, I quite like Arta. The dip, the dip on it, it was quite nice. And he came on, I think it was only on for like 75 seconds. Yeah, the F- uh, Fulham game, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that was um, Fulham 2, Aston Villa 1. So Villa and Brighton are the two premiership sides that have been knocked out so far, um, both by teams in the championship. So they could maybe be classed as shocks, but... Again, Villa are, p- are a promoted side this season. Fulham went down, so it's not that much of a shock. It's a realistically, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. the Sheffield Wednesday, Brighton one, especially with Brighton being at home, I think that's probably the biggest shock mm. so far. Nice, nice. Um, okay, um, some great stories of the third mm. round, uh, like we said. And also, uh, Aiden or so, the Norwich youngster, got the hat trick. Yeah. yeah. So this weekend also brings up some of the following games. We've got... Um, Arsenal leads Monday evening. Thoughts on that, Ash, being an Arsenal fan? Well, one of my biggest favourite memories of recent time was when Henri came back. I went there. Yeah. I was at the game. Was yeah. you? <laughs> I, it, was, it was a bit emotional. Yeah. Like, T, like, TH is my hero. So we for him to kind of come now, back, like, Jesus. Um, for him to kind of come back and score that would be great. I think Bielsa come in, it'll be a really interesting game. I think we'll, I think 2-1, two 2-1 one, two one Arsenal. 2-1. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Gillian and West Ham. Any thoughts on that? West Ham uh, new manager. I, I think West Ham. It, it should be an easy win for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should be an easy. Um, win. We got. What about what about your 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 hot take? Liverpool Everton. Well, I think <laughs> I think Everton could. I'll probably get laughed today after <laughs> this. But I think I think Everton could could get something out of it. At least a draw. I reckon Everton could win it. Scoreline. <sighs> 
Oh, look, say it, Tutu. <laughs> no, no, I don't think. I think, yeah, I love it. Tutu. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mr. Tutu. Desmond. Uh, love it. Uh, two one, I think Everton, because oh. I, I just think Everton will put out a full strength team. Ancelotti is a good cup manager. Maybe not league all the time, but definitely mm. cups. Has beaten Klopp already with Napoli. I know Everton aren't a Napoli. Okay. Liverpool have got can rest players because of what they've got coming up. I mean, they could even rest players in the league. They're so far ahead. Mm. But it'll be a chance for them to play a lot of young players. It's a big game. Everton need to prove something. They could finally lose. Liverpool could finally lose a game and it could happen today. Watch this space. If I've said it right, then just call me <laughs> Mystic Meg. <laughs> your Akka. Get your Akka's in. No, I'm just joking. Um, we've got Chelsea. Is that Nottingham Forest? Yeah. Or not not Scandi? Um, and they're doing a retro kit thing. I don't mm. know what you guys are thoughts on your on the retro kit. I think it's always nice to have the, the little throwback. Um, yeah, it's a bit of nostalgic for the real football fans as well. And I think it kind of just takes away a bit away from the performance of the day. And just it's just nice to see your team running out in, in colours of old, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Give it a go. Yeah, it looks good. Like our, our current away kit is inspired by one of our old kits from the 90s. So, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, I like it. I welcome it. I, I said earlier, we, we see it in the NBA and they have it on special occasions. Uh, so if they had it for, for football games, I know they did it with Arsenal and the Adidas merchandise that mm, sold out. Mm. Um, some of the Man United stuff, mm. I like to see. The man, some of the Man United kits from yesterday year was pretty yeah, oh, Adidas class, stuff. Yeah, you can't go wrong with retro great. Adidas. Um, and then we got Spurs away to Middlesbrough, I do believe. Yeah. A lot to do for Mourinho. Fergie loves a cup. I'm oh, sorry, Mourinho loves a cup. Like he, he does. He, he, does. He, he really, really loves getting some form of silverware mm. on the board as quickly as possible. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see quite a strong tide. I think Son will be back because he had three three games off. Mm. Lamella, as we, we spoke about earlier on. So. I'd like to see Sessignon pushed up a bit more. Yeah, I think that could work. He, um, <coughs> so yeah, that, uh, so that wraps up sort of the FA Cup. Third round, my, favorite, my favourite time. Uh, heroes are made, villains... <laughs> uh, oh, that, that, yeah, oh, the goalie against Norwich. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, he was the Preston goalie. He had, an, he had a mare, didn't he? Had an absolute mare. Um, just going on, so we spoke about the Carabao Cup, City, Man United. Uh, everyone seeing what? City win? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but do you want the Carabao Cup? You need the Carabao Cup. Do we? I don't know, do you? You need uh, something. We'd take it. Uh, uh, I mean, Arsenal would take yeah. it. I'm still trying to be impartial. We'd take it. Arsenal would take it. <laughs> I think if they made the FA Cup or Carabao Cup a route into Europe, it would be taken a lot more seriously. Agreed, agreed. If they had um, maybe Euro Carabao Cup was Europa, FA Cup was Champions League qualifier. Okay. The, the reason why I say no is because I, I, I don't want winning silverware to mask over some of the issues that we're having. And this goes back to the run of games. You know, we beat City, we beat Tottenham. Are oh, United back on track? Are we back on the survival? No, we still got the intrinsic issues. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it frustrates me. It's like, yes, as much as a fan, I'm happy to see us win. Right, great. Um, you know, maybe not getting the top fours and so just puts that pressure on a bit more. Because, um, you know, winning silverware and you're finishing sixth. I'm like, really? Mm. No, this, yeah. is, this is Man United. Um, City probably will win the game. It'd be nice to see us perform, you know, bring out that performance that we kind of showed. Um, but I think if both teams are on fire, I think it's City have got the edge. Interesting. I think that's the that that happened before with uh, Emery at his previous clubs in Spain, where he'd sacrificed league position for success in Europa. Yeah. And I know Europa is different than the Carabao Cup, obviously. But you know, it's it's, a, it's interesting what you're saying about papering over the cracks. On the other side, we've got Leicester Villa. Um, everyone's seen should see a Leicester win. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Leicester um, Man City final possibly. 
Yeah, that's to be a really good final. Yeah, I think Leicester, they they seem to have this ability to make nine or ten changes and still perform really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, all playing the, the same. The squad team. is yeah. actually doing really well. So I think, I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, be the final. Brandon Rogers has got everyone playing uh, the same as it were, like the yeah. young players and and running, running and running and running. And it's interesting seeing just quickly Colo Torres on the bench at Leicester with defensive tactics and helping out because obviously his time with Brendan Rodgers at Celtic mm. and I'm thinking well can we get him at Arsenal do we need him maybe <laughs> I know you know Colo was See, a bit of a I think we need to just give Arteta some time I was yeah. I was very kind of not skeptical I was very reluctant but what I've seen in our first three games has been, has oh, been, quite been massively good. impressed so, massively so yeah impressed, I think yeah. let's just see what he does okay he um doing. as we end this with uh general news uh Christmas period. First of all, f- too much football over the Christmas period, lads. Hundred percent. Too much football. Hundred percent. You know. Yeah, I think I think the game that happens on the twenty eighth and the 29th, which is like forty eight hours after Boxing Day, that can go. Um, I did like having so many games to watch on New Year's Day because I was recovering from um, a nice chilled. Oh, <laughs> not really a nice chilled New New Year's, but it was good to have a game at like say twelve thirty, three, five thirty. And then obviously the big game. Did, did you commandeer the television or was it on your phone laptop. in the corner? <laughs> no, no, no. I was in Married life. Trust me, I was in, I was in the corner. Fellas with their missus or uh, even ladies, obviously, yeah. not sexy. So. I was in the corner, just on the laptop, just keeping myself to myself. It was Earphones nice, plugged in. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good look. It was a good I mean, look, it, recovery. It, it is nice to see a, a string of games that you can get into. And I think more so for an opportunity to watch other teams. Mm. Yeah. But... But you know, but too much football. It was, it, was, it was a bit of fatigue. Yeah, to be honest. But too much. I think linking into injuries. So a number of clubs had a lot of injuries. So I think Newcastle had four players go off on yeah, yeah, on New Year's yeah. Day against Leicester, just because it was too much for them. And it's yeah. and he's like these muscle injuries because there's no recovery. Exactly. So I think they need to look at something because all the other leagues have a break exactly. and they're not necessarily getting as many injuries as, as we get. Well, I know Kane went off. Yeah. Uh, Dim Dembele Dembele yeah. went off. Arsenal players were on their knees mm-hmm. uh, against Kalashinac against Man again. United. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, a lot of other European leagues have breaks over the Christmas period, which then brings players and teams back fresh. Yeah. So then when it comes to the Euros mm. 2020, mm. they're good to go. They're good to go. And English English players are flat on their yeah, back finished, yeah. or, or Welsh players yeah. are flat on their back. I just think if you take that middle game out, I think we're okay. Boxing Day fixtures are great. New Year's Day fixtures are great. Just take that game in the middle. That's a good shout. Um, so early in the FA Cup, we spoke about, uh, and then they had every game this weekend with the mental health campaign uh, led by Prince William. Um, I think we was agreeing it's a nice touch, yep. but what good is it? Do you know? I mean, it's important, listeners, that you know. Obviously, with mental health being such a big issue, and not just a buzzword that you do speak to people, mm. ring up your mates, lads, especially send your, yeah. you know, ring your mates. Don't just send them a voice note, but speak to people as we enter this this January period and February period. It's important to talk to people. But do you think it's? I mean, you know, how valid is it? Do you think that this whole campaign? I I I'm, I'm j- I kind of sit on the fence here. As much as much as I see it as really, really integral to human health and society. Um, I wonder if it's just a, another buzz that's going to come and go. Um, similar like we were just kind of discussing earlier about racism in football. It's clearly an issue, what's been done about it mm. kind of thing. Um, you know, is there a more effective way of getting this message out or being practical in, in that yeah. sense, you know? I think 
the conversation always needs to start somewhere. Mm. So I think if this is a, the, the catalyst for a conversation and if one or two people decide to maybe buy into it and go and seek help mm. or go and speak to someone, then it's, then it's, it is a, it yeah, is agreed, a, a success. Um, obviously we can look at it from our, from our viewpoints and maybe we have the avenues and people to kind of go to and to speak to and we have like this forum and other things to kind of do. But I think as long as we're starting the conversation and we're supporting the start of that conversation, I think it's a really, really important thing for us to be back in. So yeah, and I think even for the games to be starting at 3.01, so that's the reason why every game has started a minute late because of the video. Um, initially I was seeing it. Right? I did have a look at that thing, what, yeah. what's going on here? So yeah, that yeah. Is because they're playing a video at all the grounds, it's starting a minute late. I think it's good if, if five or six people have a conversation off the back of this, mm. I think it's really important. So yeah, yeah I hear what you're saying. Yeah, as long as, it's, as long as it continues and there's something done about it and it's not like you said, a buzzword, like you said before, like kick racism out of football, yet they're still seeing... Yeah, it, it seems like it's getting worse. To be yeah, it does seem like it's getting worse. We're getting exposed to it more through mm. social media. It's always been about, unfortunately, mm. yeah. uh, and the mental health issue has always been around. It's just now that it's been drawn to our attention yeah. more so because of social media, because of news, because of, of what's going on. So we just wanted to shed some light on that. We hope, we hope you know, it, is come from, it does come from a good place and we just hope it's genuine and it's pursued. Yeah. Agreed, yeah, and agreed, just, agreed. if you're listening, you know, you need to talk agreed. to someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just speak to someone. Guys especially, man, don't be, a, you know. Yeah, pick up a phone, grab a beer, grab a coffee. Yeah, that's it, go do. for a run. Just 10 press-ups, I don't know, just do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, after, nice. all them, after all them mince pies and turkeys <laughs> and oh, gosh. All, all the different meats <laughs> at Christmas time. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, this is, as we gear towards the end, you don't, uh, I've been away for a minute, so I'm just <laughs> stretching. I don't want to pull off so on a hamstring halfway through. <laughs> at Podcast Play On, uh, I've been myself, Ben. I've been Ash. I've been Rich and thanks for having me, guys. Thank yeah. you, Rich. Just talk about again uh, how we can follow or support what you're into because you touched on it earlier in the episode so it's again, important to echo just that to reiterate um, so work on the ball for the Amos Bursary uh, a youth charity that works for Africa being young men um, it's really about inspiring the next generation of leaders find all the information you need at www.amosbursary.org.uk that's A-M-O-S bursary.org.uk so just repeat that www.amosbursary.org.uk Brilliant. Thank you. Cool. Thanks very nice much. Nice to meet you as well. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, everyone. Ash, Cal, everyone behind the scenes. And um, we're recording at Riverside Coffee Lounge, 21 Minter Road, IG11 OFQ. And we are out. <laughs>